Hello, Russell here. I'm, in, I'm very excited to share for free a bit of my conversation with the brilliant comic Bill Burr, who came on to promote his participation in the Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson film King of Staten Island, a film I've watched. It's fantastic. The movie is available to own on digital now and will be released on Blu-ray and DVD, featuring over two hours of bonus content. I'd probably watch that. And alternate endings on August 25th in the US and September 14th in the UK and October 14th in Australia. Alternative endings, eh? How do you feel about that? An alternative ending to a film? Isn't that like a multiverse theory? Well, isn't that like multiverse theory? Well, I suppose it is like... What do you mean? That there's infinite numbers of King of Staten Island? I suppose it's true, Jen. Yes, it is like multiverse theory. Christ. You can listen to more episodes of Under the Skin on Luminary, a subscription podcast network with original shows from your favourite creators. You can get a subscription for as little as two ninety nine a month with their annual plan, plus seven-day free trial to get you started. Visit luminarypodcast.com to start your free trial. I love working with them. I love the shows that we're making there. And my dog, Carly, God, you're hot, mate. You all right? How are you coping in this mad, mad heat? In this little section, I think we've chosen a bit where Bill Burr's talking like doing a real funny spontaneous comedic riff about serial killers and rabbits pretty funny stuff if you want to hear the rest of it get over to luminarypodcast.com trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not a successful route yes that's that's exactly right we're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss it doesn't look like an ideology what's beneath the surface of people we admire of the ideas that define our time the history we are told welcome to russell brand under the skin i feel like there's a uh, devotional uh aspect to all of us that all of us are trying to find some essential and authentic self that when you earlier on talked about having to curtail or not at least not express your actual sensitivity relationships that you felt required you to be someone that you weren't at your deepest essence and how that led in turn to a kind of self-loathing i feel like that in the way that you know talking about how seinfeld's not very natural devotion to stand-up comedy and you know and the sort of monasticism of it going straight to bed not messing around and i heard did you hear on that documentary about the making of that sitcom he said that the reason that the show was so good is that him and larry all they cared about was writing the show they didn't give a a fuck about egos they didn't care about anything else he goes he goes you've been on a film set half the time is spent with people having someone's worried about having sex someone's worried about ego someone's worried about money and they never did that and i feel like that that you know, as I said to you before, that you, your uh, sensitivity plus your kind, the force of your invective is part of your. Uh, it seems to me, as an outsider and as a fan, uh, like part of your essential quality, and that that's a sort of an expression of who you authentically, actually are. And I feel that all of us have to find that, whether we're creative people or whether we ain't, to occupy our family lives, to occupy. A, our professional lives and i feel that if we don't find that if we don't find some point of access we live in various forms of frustration various well, forms a of turning point for me was i had to realize that i was hurting people and then i had to figure out how i was hurting people because there's a lot of stuff that i say in my past specials that i i go back in it and i just look at that and i just go you didn't believe that this is like like some some of the shit that I said about women. That was me. I was the complete opposite. I was a romantic. I wanted to be married. I wanted a family. Mm. And I just threw like um, 
just stuff that happened to me, failures and all of that. It's that weird thing where you, you're pushing away what you actually want for some, mm-hmm. like whatever that defect in the human brain is, mm-hmm. um, that's what I was doing. So, you know, pe- and that goes back to people judging you as a comedian. It's just like, you know, it's very easy to watch that at face value and be like, oh, this guy, misogynistic, hates women, blah, 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 frat boy, blah, 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 blah. And, but it, it actually make, takes an effort to try and look, you know, I mean, that's how I'm, I'm watching some of this Trump shit where you're just seeing like, you just like, he'll say something and you like, in order to keep my sanity, I got to picture the kid that didn't get the hug, the kid that, that was driven into business because his dad was good at it. And it's just like, did he want to do something else? Is his whole life an outer body experience? Or is he really this way? And, it, dude, it's, it's like messing with my whole... I had this big discussion with my wife last night talking about the irresponsibility of religion with, with a higher power. Where go they on. go like, oh, people have freedom of choice. So it's just like, so when a serial killer is born, that's not on God at all. Like, whoa, leaned a little too far this way. on that. Like, that's not on him at all. He gets to walk away from all of that. And if you watch, like, all of these nature videos and just how the whole thing is set up that, you know, the big eat the little and, and how there's certain animals that their only way of survival, like rabbits, no fucking defense whatsoever. <laughs> Their only defense that they get is that they can fuck so much and have so many of them that you can't wipe them out. But the second you're a rabbit, you know, I'm going to get killed by a snake, eaten by a coyote, ripped apart by wild dogs. That is their fucking existence. And they don't hurt anybody. Their sex must be so frantic and anxious and fueled by, I'm finished. The snake's going to come any moment. I know, I've looking got over your shoulder what? as you're Jesus. <laughs> There's some people that like that kind of thing. And it's just like, and in those behaviors, I see human behavior and what the hell we do to each other. And, um, you know, if you watch this stuff on some serial killers, you hear about their childhood. And then there's a point where you want to rescue them before they become the adult monster. And it's, yeah. and then I just sit there and go like, so... This dude was beaten every day. He was molested. He was locked in a closet and all that. As a child, you'd go and rescue him. Then he goes out in the world and does what he does, what his parents taught him. And then they sort of divorce his childhood and then just go, this person is a, a, you're supposed to be, that person's a monster, evil incarnate. He chose to be evil and blah, 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 blah. And then there's also that weird dichotomy where it's like, well, now you're an adult. And you know what being hurt is. You need. You shouldn't be doing that. So you got to hold them responsible. Like, I, 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 I can't even like wrap my head around like that type of stuff. Did my audio just drop out on this thing? No, you're here. Did. You're here. I'm listening. I'm no, here. I got it. I got it. Gonna... There's an English, very brilliant English comedian called Simon Munnery who had a very good joke on that. He said, like, 90% of people that are sexually assaulted as a child will grow up to become sexual offenders. The solution is obvious. Incarcerate the victims. And, uh, like, and I feel, though, that when sort of coming down with that, uh, the, to the serial killer thing, the fact that we find it abhorrent is 
evidence of a kind of that there is a certainty to morality in a universe where there is no I'm not saying God but no conceptualization of good why not be a serial killer I'm not saying morality is impossible without God I'm saying that our awareness of goodness suggests that we have some intuitive understanding of goodness in the natural world I think it becomes different when you regard them as interconnected ecosystems rather than individuals and and that's something that comes up in what you said about the biography of a serial killer how is the individual even responsible at all if that individual is the recipient of all this negativity then they go on it's almost like it's only the fact that we see ourselves as enshrined by a bag of skin rather than as interconnected beings that makes culpability possible at all i'm not saying people aren't responsible for their negative actions or for their crimes or there shouldn't be consequences for bad actions i'm saying in looking for a solution it's pretty evident that if you grow up in a community or environment that has lots of negativity in it you are likely to go out and enact that in that uh, negativity elsewhere so like in order to look for a solution i think whether that's on an individual or a cultural level that we have to i feel personally drop below my own when you said that thing before about all of the hatred and the anger and the rage i feel and, and like suicide in fact you know i feel like we have to learn to drop below what we can as we do in meditation drop below the thing that you consider to be the self this matrix of thoughts and ideas which isn't really the self at all according to a lot of meditative philosophy but rather a kind of neurological static that's just taking place and if you can learn to observe it and let it pass you don't have to engage in the kind of actions of it so like i don't think of a a serial killer as a life work (laughs) because i engage in the static well, yeah, yeah and the, the audio we, we, did drop out, but I'll, I got 50 minutes of this stuff. So I'll just we can just use the audio for this right here off the computer. If that's all right. Yeah, because I was just unraveling the eye. You was trying to say there is no God. I was trying to say there is a God. We were at an important junction. He has to be response. He or she, it, they, whatever, has to be responsible for creating, uh, you know, a, a, the, the, the flawed human being. Yeah, here's my deal. My deal is 35, okay? By the time you're 35 years of age, mm-hmm. you, you have to be looking at yourself as a flawed person and you need to start trying, you know, to undo what it is that you're doing. So my deal with the serial killer is, I'll give you all those people you killed up till 35. <laughs> 35, you gotta be sitting there going, wait a minute. I'm repeating what has been happening to me or whatever. Um, obviously, serial killer is an extreme example. I'm, I just, or maybe I'm superimposing, maybe 35 is too old. It's just because 35 is where I started to get it. That like, um, you know, things you're saying, things that you're doing, the way you're behaving is, 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 um, is not good. And, and you're hurting people and you need to, you need to not, you need to work on this. And you're, you're recreating what you hated in your childhood, what you didn't want, this, this intense, angry environment. Um, mm. I mean, it took me till I was like 30 to even realize I was angry. <laughs> That's how like not in touch with whatever the hell I was doing was, um, you know, was, was, I don't know, was rolling around in my head or whatever, so. That's for yeah, of course. You're just I'll pay you for a therapy session on this one. 
No way, no way. It's uh, amazing to talk to you, although I was just about to. Me, I'm a person who digs like Jungian therapy and all that stuff around mythology. And I was thinking about like now that you are uh, freed from the tyranny of poverty, the kind of and from the tyranny of being people that you are not. The hobbies that you found are like drumming, like with all of its percussion and rhythm and the basic sort of rhythms of life and flying helicopters and the transcendent and the escaped. I can see the appetites that are in you that are reaching out into expression as well as like, the, the brilliance of your art form. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Remember, for two ninety nine a month, you can get all these original podcasts as well as the rest of Under the Skin and people like Karamo does a podcast on there, Lena Dunham and Rain Wilson and uh, Reza Aslan. <laughs> those are the ones I always plug because those are the ones I like. Remember that um, it's not available in all markets and is subject to local currency, but go over to luminarypodcast.com and subscribe because it makes me a .com, not .com. Jesus, God knows what you end up with there. Um, and yeah, I, I love making that content. It's pretty good stuff. Loads of under the skin for you to enjoy. Take it easy. <laughs>